Hey, hey, my good people. It's your girl, Alicia, back with another Christian Girl Chronicles audio blog. Now, if this is your first time joining in, welcome. And if you're returning, welcome back. Well, happy Sunday, everyone. I hope you went to church today, whether that was virtually or in person, because, you know, there is no better way to start off a new week than to be in the house of the Lord. Now, let me apologize for getting this blog out a few days off schedule. When I tell you last week was weekend, <laughs> it was. It was incredibly busy. And you know what? I just promised myself with these blogs that I would never just write for the sake of it. If I didn't feel something genuine in my heart to share, I simply would just not share anything until I did. And so I took a few extra days to allow Holy Spirit to help me transfer what I felt in my heart to paper. And I'm glad that I did because what I have for you, I believe will truly bless you. It definitely blessed me. So as you can tell by the title of today's blog, we are going to be touching on how to truly be single and content. It is a question that I have been asking for years. And although I have found different resources that have tried to provide an answer to it, I don't believe I have ever come across anything that has put it over in the way that God helped me to put it over in today's blog. So since it's absolutely freezing outside, there is no better way to spend your afternoon than to cozy up with me and enjoy training season. How to truly be single and content. Let's get into it. If I were to ask you what you think is the biggest regret people have in life, what would you say that is? For me, I think it would be lost time, or rather not using the time they had in the best way that they could. Sometimes I think back to when I was a child and how badly I wanted to grow up, thinking that when I became an adult, everything was gonna be great. And even though in some ways it is, in other ways, it's not. But trying to convince children of this is almost impossible. There's just gonna have to come a time when they look back on their younger days and finally get it. Until then, they won't really understand how good they may have had it when they were younger, when real responsibility didn't yet fall on their shoulders and big decisions weren't yet theirs to make. Sure, childhood had its challenges, and some we'd rather not relive, but it also has its blessings. And that right there, in my opinion, is one of the realest lessons in life, that every burden has its blessing and every blessing has its burden. It's a concept that can probably be applied to many different situations, but in my quiet moments this week, God revealed to me how it can be applied to the singles journey. I remember when I first decided to document my singles journey through these blogs, and in my preparation for it, I had made a list of possible topics that I could cover. One of those topics was the idea of being single and content. Now, being single for some time, I admit that I have often struggled with the idea of being single and content. It wasn't that I thought that there was something wrong with the concept. It's just I didn't know the steps to get there. And honestly, I wasn't sure it was truly attainable. If being happily married was a desire for me, how could I bring myself to an honest place of happiness while I was single? I would regularly look at other single individuals who seemed to genuinely enjoy their lives and wonder what their secret was. How were they okay with the idea of being alone? Didn't they get lonely? Didn't they want to be in love? Perhaps it was that they had been through so much heartache that somehow they convinced themselves that a life alone was safer. Whatever it was, I thought these people were delusional and that deep down being single wasn't what they wanted. I mean, truly, who would 
want to be alone. Sure, there's the argument that the single's life costs less. You generally have less headaches since you only have to worry about yourself. And in some ways, it's more peaceful. But one could also argue that the desire for companionship is natural and that though a life of singleness may seem emotionally and mentally safer, if happiness could be guaranteed in a marriage, most would choose the latter. Honestly, I don't really know which side would win this argument. I guess it really just comes down to one's preference. For me though, a happy marriage was always something that I desired. And so the waiting part of the singles journey was always difficult for me. In fact, looking back over the years, I don't think I ever really enjoyed waiting. When I was younger, I always found a way to open gifts before Christmas, gave people hints about their gifts from me before their birthdays, and always skipped ahead in the books that I read to see how the stories ended. I just didn't see the value in the waiting season. If what I was waiting for was eventually gonna come, why did I have to endure the waiting? What was waiting, honestly, gonna do for me? (laughs) These were the reflections that I had this week as I prepared to write this blog. I knew I wanted to write about being single and content and how to do this effectively, but I honestly grappled with how to write about something that I myself struggled with. However, as always, God revealed something to me, and funny enough, it came in my recollection of the fairy tale, The Three Little Pigs. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Isn't it amazing how God can use the simplest things to drive home a message? Anyways, let me show you what he showed me. Now, as we know, fairy tales usually have a lesson to learn from them, and the story of the three little pigs is no different. By the end of this well-known story, the lesson that we learn is that hard work pays off. If you recall, unlike his two siblings who choose straw and sticks as house building material, it's a third little pig who decides to build his house out of bricks. This proves to be a very sensible choice, as it ends up being no match for the big bad wolf who is unable to successfully blow his house down. So what does this have to do with being single and content? Well, as I reflected on the story, I thought to myself, how did the third little pig know to build his house out of bricks? Did he know the wolf was coming? And even if he did, how did he know what tactic the wolf would use? And even more so, what would defeat him? Now, you may not find this in all versions, but in one version that I found on YouTube, it says that before he started to build, the piglet did research. In other words, he consulted resources, resources that would help him prepare for what and who was to come. My question then is, who is our resource? Is it friends, family, or social media? Okay, let me rephrase that question. Who should be our resource? It would definitely have to be someone who knows what is coming and could therefore prepare us for it. I don't know about you, but my friends, family, and social media aren't God. Therefore, they are not going to be able to tell me what plans lie before me. If I want to know how to prepare for who and what is coming, I don't need to go to a resource. I need to go to the source. I think one of the most frustrating parts of the singles journey, and any journey really for that matter, is that we can't see what is to come. We believe for something that we hope would make us happy, but inevitably, we don't know if that thing really will hold our happiness. I mean, how do I know that marriage will make me happy? It might, or it might not. However, regardless of where we end up, we can rest on God's promise that this season that he has us currently in is preparing us for it. As I mentioned before, I never liked waiting. 
And I think part of the reason for this is because I didn't understand the purpose in it. To me, it seemed like the waiting was in vain and that nothing was really happening while I was waiting. Or perhaps the real problem is that I didn't know what to look for. You see, when we lack the understanding of what is happening during a waiting season, it can make the season seem long and useless. But what I received this week from the Holy Spirit is that when we begin to look at our waiting season as a training season, suddenly that period of pointless waiting transforms into a period of grace. I didn't start appreciating my waiting season until I began to consider that God was using it to prepare me for what he had for me. I mean, don't get me wrong, at times it's still difficult to wait, but whether it's for marriage or something else, I really believe that God gives us time to train for it in our singleness. After all, everyone knows that you don't wait for the fight to prepare for it. You train for it when there's no immediate threat or challenge involved. I also believe that God gives us friends, co-workers, church members, family members, and even complete strangers at times to practice with in our singleness. What are we practicing exactly? Well, while I can't say for certain because I believe it's customized for each individual, a few things kind of come to mind. And they are forgiveness, grace, communication, vulnerability, courage, humility, and most of all, awareness. All things that we need to better understand ourselves and those who God has lined up for us in our future. If God gives us a season to prepare in, it would be a disservice for us to not use it for its intended purpose. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 tells us that there is a time for everything. Right now, he may be asking us to prepare, but know that training season will not last forever. Don't wait until the winds change to look back and appreciate your prep season. Understand the season that you're in and be grateful for this grace period. As many married couples will tell you, Marriage, marriage and children can be a blessing, but as I highlighted earlier, every blessing also has its burden. So my encouragement to myself and to you today is to find contentment in your single season. Cook or order out, sleep in or get up early, go where you want, when you want, or stay home. Yes, your singleness can feel like a lonely time and sure, some things may be easier with another pair of hands. But don't become so fixated on what you hope lies ahead of you that you miss the period to prepare for it. Because one thing about time is that it waits on no one. What hasn't happened in a year can very well happen in a day. And when that day comes, you're going to want to make sure that you're ready for it. Until next time, Alicia. Did that not speak to your heart? Oh my God, I am going to need this week to let that fully download into me and reflect on the question, what has God revealed to me about myself and how I relate to others that could help me prepare for my future? I don't know about you, but I could definitely think of a few things. So if you're going to be journaling this week, as I will be, and you want to use that question as a prompt, I encourage you to do so. Also, if you are not already following me on my blog, whether audio or written, please do you can find my Instagram page at Ali Sam I am that's Ali S A M 
I am and I post my blogs there regularly um, I also encourage you to share it with your friends and your family as always it is my continuous goal to take you along on my singles journey and help other singles navigate their season of waiting one blog at a time I hope you have an amazing week everyone hopefully it's not too busy and I'll see you on the next one bye